Odysseys of the Cursed Ones is an actual play Dungeons and Dragons show. We're just a bunch of friends who really like the game and want to invite you over to have fun with us. There's a ton of rules to D&D, however, if you don't know them all, don't worry. All you need to know is we are rolling a lot of 20-sided die. If the number that comes up is high, the results will be favorable. If it's low, they might not be as good or be actually bad. However, those results don't really matter. In the end, we are all here about the story. And we're taking those numbers as cues for improvising and pushing that story forward. I'm the dungeon master. I don't get a character. However, I get to decide how the whole world reacts. And I get to play all the non-playable characters. Everyone else gets their own character. They have written their own backstory, given them personalities, and put a lot of love into them. And I think we all want to know where they go. The character's art was created by Jennifer. Her links are in the description. I think she did a pretty good job. I'm really happy with them. And I can't wait to see where they end up. However, that's not what we are here for, so let's get started. Welcome everyone to our show, in which we will be exploring the land of Theros and have a mythic odyssey there, as the book suggests. My name is Cesar, you can also google me as the game manager. I am joined today by a lot of my greatest players ever. Uh, would you like to introduce yourselves? Yes, I'm Hale, my pronouns are they, them, and I will be playing the Nereid Swashbuckler Zuri. Okay, hello all. Um, I am Gio, and my pronouns are he, him, and uh, I will be playing the depressed turtle Krug Thornshell. Hello, I'm Zoe. I'm playing Adelaide, the um, slightly cursed prophecy domain cleric. My pronouns are she, her, and uh, my French accent isn't going to be great to start with, but I can't wait to see the end of the <laughs> campaign where it's actually good. <laughs> Uh, hello everyone, my name is Ben, my pronouns are he, him. I will play Silas, the Overglory Paladin, who is perfect in every way and not vain whatsoever. I'm sure you can all relate. Mm. <laughs> uh, we're gonna love him eventually. Hello everyone, my name is Zaki, my pronouns are he, him, and I'll be playing Nangwaya, the Leonin Pariah Hunter, using barbarian rules. Uh, this is an actual play show, so we have no idea where this is going to end. That's a bit scary, but it's usually a lot of fun, so let's get started. You all have been contacted by one or more of the other party members and are now joining them on a boat. You set sail at night, which is quite unusual for sailing in the seas. You know, it can be quite dangerous. However, that has not stopped you, because all of you, for some reason, can appreciate that sense of danger. Around you are people who you probably didn't know a week ago, and now you are risking your lives together. And in front of you is a large, seven feet tall female Leonin. She has claws as large as some of your whole hands, and she has a very serious expression. Nanwaya, ever since you, you got on the boat, she has been staring at you constantly. You are now joined in the dining room. You just had what passes for dinner when you're on the boat. Some dried fish, some stew that you're not super sure what the contents were of. And you are now resting. You were told to turn off all the lights on deck so that you could not be tracked. And the sailors else are still up, making sure that you don't crash into some stones. How does everyone look? Nanwaya, does this 
lady looking at you make you uncomfortable yeah this lady makes makes uh, me quite uncomfortable i i know i'm not very liked amongst my kind especially on the plains of arescos i've got the mark of the pariah on top of my left eye so i'm i'm trying to hide it and trying to just turn turn my right cheek to her so that she doesn't pay attention to to my shame okay Krug, what were you doing before this? You have your tools with you still, right? Yes, yeah, so I'd say since I'm on the ship, I'd probably have my, my sledgehammer. I used to work in the main hub of Theros, you know, moving marble, chipping it down, basically bring it to the other temples um, and any other places that, you know, need repairs or just anything of the sort. So I don't have it in my hand right now. I would say I'm probably more near this keg I would assume that is kind of just leaned up, just just slamming them, just waiting for orders. I'm I'm on the ship as a deckhand, and that's what I'll be for the time being. Krug, you were offered all you could drink to get on, on board. Yeah, absolutely, get me. and I took it. <laughs> get me three Constitution saves. Let's see how the night is going for you. That's what I like to see. Right <laughs> <laughs> in the stream, uh, off right. <laughs> I mean, you're getting there. You're definitely getting there. You're large. You have a large shell where people just assume you keep your keg. <clears throat> Zuri, you have been with a crew of rowdy parrots for a while. This crew is quite unlike that. You have a very depressed turtle that's just drinking there. There's no music. <laughs> There's no singing. How does Zuri feel? I, out of doubt, feel very concerned. Not only because of cargo we're carrying, but the motley crew I've managed to scrape together. And I, as like the somewhat right hand of captain, it's my job to keep track of everyone. I've been keeping an eye on the lovely Adelaide this trip, but I'm keep being distracted by the fact that the ale that's supposed to last us at least three months um, might not last us another week and a half from uh, what I'm seeing over there. And Krug just keeps pounding it back. We have a sports fiend who will not stop talking to me about a sport that I have told him at least three times. I know nothing about or do I care for it? And for the giant light, the giant uh, Leonin, he's quiet, which is the best so far. So, <laughs> so I'm just taking tabs on people that I'm here to hopefully guide safely through this dark night. The person you have been keeping tabs on, uh, Adelaide, you are quite accustomed to people keeping tabs on you. After all, you very obviously bear the mark, the mark of a curse. How do you find yourself in this boat? Very surprised as to why she's even here. She is very out of her element. She's used to being on land, never been on a boat before, trying to understand why <laughs> they expect her to do hard labor. She is obviously <laughs> not suited for that. So she's just kind of wrinkling her nose whenever they tell her to go do something because she's just like, with what? <laughs> <laughs> but she's here. I mean, there's, I think, money to be made. And 
the gods have told her that this is the right direction. She thinks so. She's uh, she's in it for the long haul. And finally, the sports fiend. <laughs> what sports have you been talking series year out? Where? Oh, I, what sports haven't I been talking about? Like javelin throwing, marathon sprinting, swimming, uh, rugby, anything that I could talk about, I've possibly tried. And now that no one's paying attention to me, they're all kind of avoiding. I'm just trying to uh, do some press up, do some squats, keep looking out at the views. I've never been on the boat either, but I'm so excited just to be out and have an adventure. Um, and just whatever, somebody gives me the time of day, I'm going to talk. I'm just waiting for my opportunity for Gru to be so drunk that I can just make my way and just talk about sports all day. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> May take another week worth of news to do so. <laughs> True. It's been a while since you have seen someone that shines so bright as Silas. I'd imagine just just leaned up, just kind of slowly, just savoring this this mug, and just glancing over. <laughs> That's it. Nothing. Nothing else. <laughs> just kind of like a just kind of like a that little bad taste you get in your mouth. It's just that's that's my feeling towards Silas right now. Just. <laughs> mm. Oh no. <laughs> so, as you are all on the hull of this boat, with only one voice resonating with the sea, SLS keeps on talking about how far he can throw a javelin and how precisely too. The captain goes up up deck for a second, leaving you all alone. Does this change the vibe at all? Not for Adelaide. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I would take uh, like a like the position of almost like a assistant manager now to make sure that uh, the children don't set anything on fire. Just keeping a more vigilant eye now. And I'll start so... walking. I'll start walking towards uh, Krog and and just uh, say, "Hey, Krog, move over. Share share the beer." Hmm. I was I was here first. Do you want to enter this again? We've been here before. You know, best uh best two out of three. Fine, 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 fine. I'll uh, I'll put my hand uh in, in an arm wrestling position. Oh <laughs> grabs a mug, just kinda just drops it. Okay. All right. It's ready. Adelaide, just me out of the fucking. And let's introduce a little dual system I will try to use. Let's not do this at a single die. We will. This will be best two out of three. This will all be relating to the same event. So let's get started. Both of you get me an athletics check. Okay, come on. Oh. <laughs> you place your shoulders on the keg, and you feel how the wood underneath you starts squeaking as the massive pressure of two huge arms wrestling on top of it starts weighing on it. Krug, you got the upper hand. You got Tengwaya almost to the other side. How is Tengwaya looking? See a bit of uh, anger in in Nguaya's eyes. Uh, well, I 
the other ones are not really moving much. <laughs> Give me one more. <laughs> Krugs, how do you win the arm wrestle? You know, I'd like to, as I got in Wyatt just so close, you know, I can I can see the, the determination in his eye. And I'd like to think that, like, me drinking so much, uh, it's kind of put me at a disadvantage. So, you know, I'll, uh, I'll take my foot and I'll step on Benoit's foot real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and then in that moment of distraction, just slam down real quick. <clears throat> so, uh, like I said, I was, I was here first. That figures. You have to cheat to win. I'll step up, <laughs> turn around, walk away, and I'll open my Springbok uh, water skin, uh, and I'll just take a big, big swig out of it. As in way I opens it, the stench of hard liquor just fills the air. <laughs> you said best two out of three. Let's see who is winning at this point. Let's move, move back the needles of time. A couple of hours, a couple of days. Anwaya, you found a man down on his luck, on the road. He had been stabbed a couple of times, he was bleeding out, and you offered him a shoulder. You escorted him back to his house, in there, as he offered you free drink for a while. You saw a figure like you had never seen before. Krug, tell us what Nanwaya saw in there. So, probably either... Um probably say in the corner kind of just away from everyone you see this about six foot 350 pound um you know turtle nothing like the area's ever seen before he's got strange markings that resemble some sort of creatures on his shell um some kind of what looks to be etched out almost looks like someone's trying to you know reach behind and trying to scratch out the images trying to get rid of them um there's claw marks at the base of the shell where it attaches to his skin, claw marks on his chest. Just looks really like something's been like trying to tear him to shreds almost. Got some bandages on his hands to protect him from blisters, calluses, everything from working out in the sun. These deep yellow eyes that dig deep into you anytime you see them. And honestly, just a very lonely, very lonely looking individual. It just looks like he's 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 seen some things. No, why? Yeah. You have heard of people getting traits of animals as curses. Those who anger the gods, much like the Medusa, will develop some form of animalistic skin, animalistic traits, fur, or even deformities. You have never met someone that was beast cursed. You have never met someone whose whole body was just replaced with the aspect of a beast. And you immediately realize that the kind of discrimination this creature has suffered in this town is akin to the one that you suffered with a mark on your eye. <laughs> you carry this man on your shoulder and he just points at him. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's Krug. Don't, don't anger him. He hangs around here. He's quite short-tempered. Mm. We shall see. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, so, 
Moya, would you have made any efforts to get close to crew? Not on the... not initially, no. Initially, Nanguaya would uh, just sit in a dark corner uh, of the tavern, uh, drink alone. Uh, Nanguaya has no interest in company, just rather, rather be forgotten. So, you guys were just drinking in the opposite side of the tavern. Krug, would you have made any effort to approach a huge lion? Um, no, it, I would have finished my mug. <laughs> this, this is going to be very difficult to try to get us to associate with each other. Um, only one mug in the whole tavern. Now they have to talk. You know, so I, I finished my mug and I kind of push the whole entire like entire table out of the way instead of trying to slide out of like either a chair or like a cubby or something i just push it and stand up kind of scraping the ground um and just you know kind of hobble or walk my way over to the the keep um get another mug turn around go over and just slam down ride it back on the seat and just grab the table and pull it and just sit right back down And those were a couple of weeks of your lives. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Every single day. Um, Krug, what kind of drunkard are you? God, it. With the state I am now, with with what happened to Krug, um, I think it'd be a little bit of both of like an aggressive sad individual like a depressed or like a, an aggressive crier almost so like he's he's very upset about you know the the repressed you know incident that happened and then he's just very angry at himself no one understand him, understands him no one will understand him everyone looks at him like he's some sort of demon almost like he just doesn't belong here so it's, it's a mixed emotion and yes, Nanwaya, uh, for the first time ever since what happened to you happened, you have seen someone who has it worse than you. People have no idea what the mark over your eye means down here. That just is just a battle scar for them. There are plenty of Leonin around you. They speak quite differently from you. They have no idea what the pra prairies are like, but you'll get a couple of people approaching you every day. You, do you have any interest with talking to them? Not particularly. I would just wave them off. Uh, I am paying attention to this, to this other soul who seems to, seems to be very similar in a very similar state to mine, and probably after a couple of weeks, I, I will approach him, and uh, and just say, "I see you like you're drinking too. What brings you here?" Crook, this is the first person who has approached you in like, like two months. Other than the barkeep, of course. So I can only assume that I would hear the footsteps approach, you know, my, my table. And when NY speaks, I just kind of lift up my head a little bit, kind of where like the very tips of my eyes where I'm just kind of grazing and just meeting his leave me. I want nothing to do with socializing. I'll take my water skin, the springbok one, and uh, I'm just going to pour his ale out of his glass and fill it to the brim from uh, the water screen. Uh, so, water skin. 
<laughs> you see this dude approach you and then throw your L to the side. Um, okay. <laughs> um, so... Hmm. Probably the second, the second that my mug gets tossed to the side, I think I would grab the table from the base of it from underneath, where usually where I grab it and push it, and I think I would just immediately just throw it, almost kind of like not throw it up in the air, but throw it down, and then you know, why? What? What's the meaning? I've, I've done nothing. Just leave me alone. This is better for you. You will enjoy it more. You don't know what's better for me. I think I do. Hmm. And I'll just shove the tankard in his face. So I'll take the tankard. Drink. Mm. Mm. Take it, take it from him, and just throw it behind me. <laughs> like I said, you don't know what's good for me, nor do I. And then I kind of walk forward and kind of just slam my shoulder into Inmaya's shoulder. Stay away from me. Just just let me just let me drink in peace. That's all I want. Nagwaya will just turn turn back to his own corner and continue drinking his ale. <laughs> Up to you. And we cut cut back to the present. <laughs> you guys have known each other for longer than anyone else here. <laughs> You've been living in the same place for months. <laughs> And you just spend the like majority of the of the first part of those months sitting in opposite co corners of a tavern. Adelaide, you were wondering why were you here. Tell us a bit more about that. How did you end up here? She was doing her normal deals down in kind of the the gutters of the city. Medusa aren't really the most well accepted inside of civilized areas, so. She was making a living kind of as an occult figure, performing her prophecy magics for other people's. They tried for financial gain to see what next season would bring for crops, stuff like that. But she she didn't cost much, which was why most people were unsavory that came to her because she was the cheaper option. But she always longed for something more. And through the last week before we left for the ship, It was more so whenever she did a reading for somebody else, it was like an idea kept popping in. Hey, you have to go search for these individuals. You'll know when you see them, but what you seek is with them. And so then every time she tried to make a reading, she had to bullshit it because she just had a reading for herself. So she tried to bullshit it, and then she'd shut down the shop and continue looking. And one by one, she found everybody but she stayed hidden, kind of watching from the background. And then she was approached this job for the ship and she just automatically said yes because she already knew everybody that was on the crew list. Uh, Zuri, you were walking the streets and you realized one day that you were being followed. <laughs> you were sent on a mission to gather people and not Adelaide, roll me a stealth. Not by a... You didn't hear a person. You very clearly heard a snake hissing. I allowed for them to follow me for a minute. And when it became apparent that this snake had followed me for, like, at least two miles, I'm gonna round... I would round, like, a corner and try to, like, press my back into, like, a doorway and wait for the, the hissing to walk past me and then be, like, 
Who the fuck are you? <laughs> oh, Mr. <laughs> Sorry. Myself should be not Alan, you see them turn a corner and then you turn it back and then you get just get jumped. I like I will grab uh, like the collars of uh, of her shirt and turn her around. I'm like, why? I'm like, why are you following me? When you look at Adelaide's face, you don't see any irises or pupils, anything. They're just milky white. So if you try to seek eye contact with her, you don't know if she's looking at you or not. (laughs) But she just, as she's being held, she just goes, um, bonjour. I, um, think you're pretty? (laughs) (laughs) I lean lean her up and let go. Thank you, I suppose. Uh, Zuri, you see three of the snakes just start hissing maniacally at Lady here. This is, this is them. This is the one. Zuri, they're just hissing at you. (laughs) I take a step back and I like reach for like the dagger on my hip the one for what the one to um lead me to uh, adventure you're looking for an adventure i am not no but um my worship demands it you're you're a cleric we are you a good cleric (laughs) (laughs) adventures are for good clerics if my services are not required I shall seek another group of adventurers I guess Adelaide you hear the snakes no 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 this is them this is them how about you stop messing up my bargaining from the sound from the sound of things I am the only adventurer for you, and I'm going to reach out my hand towards the snake. Like, um, Adelaide, you've never seen your snakes like being touched, and this like one of the snakes just kind of goes to the finger and starts rubbing itself. <laughs> this, how you say, uncomfortable? <laughs> <laughs> this is awkward, yes? <laughs> for you, maybe. My name is Zuri. And you are... You can call me Adelaide. I shall. So, Adelaide, I can take you on an adventure, but I might need your help and the help of your lovely friends as well to help me look for others to join our little adventuring party. And I have a couple of thoughts on this <laughs> I have already seen who I require and I think I will point them out to you and oh, Adelaide's wow. just gonna take Zuri everywhere that she knows the different party members are going to be just like not even trying to hide the fact that she's just been following people for <laughs> <laughs> just like straight up Yes, um, the turtle Krug goes to bar um, seven 
in the morning and does not leave. Um, the only goes to work uh, this day, this day, this day. Um, why is the lion? <laughs> Just 100% stalker amounts of information. I, I would like to, while we're walking, at every chance I get, I'm gonna like insight check try to try to just determine who this person is okay um sorry get me a couple of insights give me two or three adelaide would you have been lying at all to them no Uh, she has no reason to lie She's exactly already been she... caught following somebody for like six miles. <laughs> I, I Can't get much worse than that. I I tried to determine what is this? <laughs> like, what is she doing? <laughs> like, like she's just like I'm trying to determine. Does she follow people around for like a job? Uh... Oh, you you wish to understand my power? Yes. She just reaches into her bag also, for a little pouch. Oh. For a little pouch. Pours out a line of white powder onto her finger and you just hear <laughs> <laughs> And she kinda goes into a little mini seizure. And she just looks at Zuri and goes We will be going on a ship. I do not know the size of the ship. I do not know why we are there. But I see a ship in our future. This is strange. I have never been over water. Oh. I am second guessing my God's opinion on this. <laughs> um, I, I am just staring and I'm like, well, from what I know, questioning gods is not always wise. And also we are the opposite. I prefer the sea over land. Well, I was requested to be here, and it appears what I'm looking for has fallen right into my lap and down an alley. And as this conversation is happening, right next to you runs Silas. What do they see run by? Oh, they see a guy who is five foot eleven, five foot nine without the ears, but the ears definitely count. Mm-hmm. Um, who is quite physically in shape, just sprinting by on his daily run. Bit of his tail just wagging in the background, but predominantly human features, just the ears and the tail that kind of give it away that he's not completely human slash cursed as well. Uh, Silas, you are late for your event. Oh, well, this sounds about right. Roll me an athletics check. Athletics. So you see this creature just sprinting by Adelaide, the, one of the snakes just kind of mock bites you to interrupt you, and they tell you, it's them. Adelaide just still kind of mini-seizing <laughs> from the drug, she just kind of turns her head. I believe we are late for an event. <laughs> we must go, and she just starts walking after Silas. When you, by the time you start walking, Silas is like already five blocks ahead of you. Um, Silas, you're a newcomer in Melatis, in this city. You have been testing out the underground fighting scene. You've never been free in a city. You've never had like this amount of self-determination as to what you do. How does Silas react to this? 
sudden responsibility and need to be responsible adult. Oh, he's not coping well. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, full-blown, kids flow in the nest into the first of the thing they've ever gone to, but they don't have mum around to wash the clothes anymore. He's a complete mess of a show and needs some sort of management in his life. Like, he's still, as he's running around the block, he's still half getting changed and, like, dropping everything and... Yeah, just we try to pick up life where he is right now. Adelaide, you take quite a bit, quite a long time to follow through. Roll me a survival as you try to track down Silas. You will get there eventually, though. Uh, Silas, what kind of event did you sign yourself up tonight? Oh, for tonight, I imagine it's another fight. Okay. Trying to, trying to build that reputation up a bit. I'm going to have three rolls, and you'll get three rolls. Describe what kind of actions you're doing, and let's see how that fight goes. Uh, real quick, can I roll yes. my two um, prophecy yes. dice for this? Absolutely. <laughs> At a ten and a four. Awesome. Beautiful. Okay, so we're going to roll one to see what has happened before by the time you get there. Okay. How are you fighting? Are you using your weapons or are you, or is this like a grappling match? I think this is more of a grappling wrestling match. Okay. Are you using the power of your oath? Yes, I will be using the child divinity. Get me an athletic check with advantage. Okay. 16. It's quite even. You do have the upper hand. Uh, Against you today is a rather tall human male. He just keeps taunting you. He's like, uh, you want some of this puppy? Oh, bring it on. You'll be popping out your ass soon. <laughs> Adelaide, by the time you get there, you see Silas kind of grabbing one of these men's arm as he's like trying to shove him off and get him out of the way. I imagine the entire walk there, Adelaide is just like, oh, he's winning. This is good. This is good. So far, I cannot see the end, but he's winning so far. And as we walk in, she's like, I think next he will grab his arm. And then we walk open the doors and it's just him grabbing the arm. (laughs) Ah, yes, see, I cannot see everything, but I see some things. Adelaide, as you enter, you see a man that's taking bets for the fight that is currently ongoing. He's just screaming, two to one for Silas, two to one for Silas. <laughs> ah, yes, um, 15 <laughs> golden Z um, Silas, please. Uh, here you go. Uh, he gives you a little ticket and takes your money. Thank you. She's going to do the weird little... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> She's just going to go walk over to the ring. And the whole fight, Adelaide's just Whenever she gets a little hint of an idea of what's coming next, she's just going to tell Zuri. It's in sweeping kick, I believe. Silas, roll me a perception. Perception? Yeah. Yeah. Silas, you, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to change that to a four. I don't want her to know I'm here. <laughs> Silas, you hear sweeping... <laughs> You turn around and then you receive a sweeping kick to the leg. <laughs> and you almost tumble and you lose concentration. Shit, shit, shit. Right, head and game, head and game. 
you uh, just hear so- a little bit of clapping and then just <laughs> I am so good. <laughs> I also so- clap. Like mm-hmm. uh Silas, so give me another athletics roll. With advantage. Whoa. Ooh. So that you beat that by nine. That's not you can take him out of the ring. How do you take him out of the ring? I'm imagining I've still got hold of his arm. Yeah. So I'm gonna pull, like, use it to flip him. And I was aiming for the floor, but I kind of just went a bit too hard and threw him out of the ring and onto the crowd. At <laughs> least. Well the extract you save. I would like to assist if I can. <laughs> Uh, bump that to a 10. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to allow Suri to assist, and that's basically going to be the 10. Yeah, I'm going to, as I notice uh, a person flying towards us, I'm kind of going to like grab Adelaide and almost like, like, a, like a dip when you're like doing a tango or something, I'm going to just bring her to the other side so the body crashes into that chair. And I'm just holding her like now princess style on my lap. And I'm like, didn't see that one. <laughs> he just kind of turns. No. <laughs> she just doesn't understand the joke. None. <laughs> this is nice. You are agile. I, I try to do. So he's the... So, is he the one that we're here for? And I point to the dude who's like now face first in a chair, or is the one doing uh, a victory lap in the ring? Samus, how does your victory lap look? It's a lot of like shouting and screaming and just like, oh yeah, and flexing for the crowd. Samus, <laughs> uh, you are a newcomer. People were not betting for you on this one. You see that the second that you win, a lot of people start cursing loudly. You see the man that was taking bets just kind of rejoicing. And then he takes a large pouch and gives it to Adelaide. Adelaide, you now have 30 gold pieces. <laughs> but you can tell this man made massive profits off of this. Uh, Silas, you see someone that bets a significant amount of money on you. And also may have stopped the body in their general direction. Yes. <laughs> I, I, like, once victory lap's done, I'm going to, like, pop my head over the ring going, thank you so much. Also, really sorry about him. I was aiming to get him here, not over there. I'm so sorry. <laughs> From the back. <laughs> this, this is fine. I, uh, I enjoy this threat of danger when... There are people. She's still being carried, so she just throws an <laughs> arm around. And there are people to make sure that I do not succumb to the danger. I, I lower Adelaide to the ground. So it appears that you're a, a crowd favorite. Silas, was it? Yeah, Silas. Uh, nice to meet you. I Yeah, I'm new here. Um, so people don't know that I'm pretty good at this stuff. Um, so nice put and uh, nice put to your back because I'm always going to win but yeah they still need to learn that well I'm not always a betting man but uh, it appears my new friend here says that you're ripe for an adventure oh say. 
You've had to make a bargain. Not what I said. <laughs> no, I was, looking at, I was looking at the lovely lady in your arms. Oh, well, lovely lady. I do not know what is going on. <laughs> <laughs> Social interaction interactions are hard for me. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we. But yeah, if, what sort of adventure are you guys looking for? Because I'm always up for a new adventure. Anything that will, you know, make me a bit more famous around here. Privateering job, just moving some goods. You know, we no, need no, a uh, protection for it. It might give uh, the patrons in the city a chance to cool down as well. They appear to be uh, on the verge of a riot. Salas, <laughs> uh, you're like, people are like throwing things at you at this point. <laughs> All right, all right, I get it. I'll step down from the ring, sit next to them too, going, uh, I mean, it doesn't have any, you know, big monsters, anything heroic in there. Sounds a bit lame. I mean, all adventures sound lame until a dragon shows up. You don't plan on it. It just does. Most of the most dangerous... um Legends and myths usually start out with a boring adventure through the sea to get to the danger. Yeah, I suppose we could bump into something. But you know, like chances of that are But like unless one of these can tell me it's definitely gonna happen. I can guarantee you that the ship you'll be on will be full of murderers, killers, and people who would love a fight. Also I did not say this- that. Sorry, but we had deception. I mean, there's a deception. Uh, That's a feel of deception. Sadas, would you like to contest that? We'll give it a go, but it's not the strong favorite. I'm 100% right. And plus, have you seen a map? They have drawings of sea serpents everywhere. Oh my god, they're so cute. Oh my god, yeah. Look, I, let's fight the sea serpent. I'm in. Adelaide just huh? kind of... <laughs> I see now how you have gotten by, and it is not with your brain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jimmy's brain with muscles like these, eh? He's right. You say, yikes. I put uh, Adelaide back down. All right. Where is our next member? And we cut over to the next members. Four months have passed since you know each other. (laughs) And you still routinely just arrive at the bar and see different corners. Uh, Something is different today, however. We cut off to the exact, like just outside the tavern. Adelaide, this is where you know they will be. You hear the snakes saying, you must make them fight. I do hate to start violence. Can I at least do it outside? Oh, they have to be kicked out. (laughs) (laughs) You are the worst part of the curse. And she just like continues trying to look at the snakes. You are the worst part of the curse. (laughs) Adelaide, roll me an attack with your snakes. (laughs) Roll me damage with your snakes. (laughs) One of them just bites your cheek. And it takes a bit of poison. You just hear like... You're definitely resistant to this at this point. So that's just two damage, but... 
It's emotional pain. <laughs> that, that's never healed. Uh, Zuri, roll me a perception. Zuri, you notice that Adelaide has a ton of like little bite marks on her cheek. I start looking and I'm like, so are they all punctures or are those freckles? We? Oui? <laughs> <laughs> I see. I, uh, I take like a, like almost like a, not like a handkerchief almost, like it's like a bandana and I put it to the cheek that, uh, just got bent and I'm like, I hope you're not too hurt, so. May, um, pride mostly. Anyways, um, if you would, um, Stay here for um, just one second. I will make sure they are outside. <laughs> and then as she was walking away, she just goes, We, oui, we, oui, you do not tell me how to do my job. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to enter the tavern. Um, Waya and Krug, both of you hear like people gasping when a Medusa enters the tavern. Hmm. Krug would just lift up his head and just look over and just glare and just watch kind of just, just focus on Adelaide and just see what see what she does Wyatt lifts uh, his eyes connects with uh, with Adelaide doesn't really make much of it and just continues watch, watching his drink she walks in and as she keeps getting these looks she just goes bonjour 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 <laughs> Every single person that's made eye contact with her, she just acknowledges. Bonjour. 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 And she just walks up to the bar. I um, I do not know what uh, there is to drink, I guess. Wine? The bartender looks at you like you're insane. Uh, you've gotten this every single time you've tried to enter a new place. Ah, uh, yes. He... <laughs> He takes out a, a long piece of paper and just rolls it into a paper cup, <laughs> pulls the button, serves you wine in it. On the house. Please go. Ah, uh, yes. Thank you. I appreciate this. <laughs> and then um, as she's turning away from the bar, she's going to try to, like, fake trip and just spill it on the wire. And then at the same time, she's going to cast... I guess sacred flame. Um, Jesus. On Krug's shell. Just on his shell. So it doesn't necessarily deal damage, but he feels it. Okay. Uh, I'm just, roll me a performance. Okay. Yeah. I'm just trying to get them to look at each other as if someone just spilled wine. They don't see Adelaide because she's currently on the floor and they look at each other. I don't necessarily know that they know each other. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Adelaide legit just walks in the wire, throws the wine, falls to the floor, and then, Krug, you feel a flame on the back of your shell. And I kind of jump up and kind of knock over the table, knock over my mug and everything like that, and kind of like try to reach, like, and try to like scratch, like, where the flame is. You look over and you see it came from the same direction that Waya is currently. Roll me a perception. There's also a small lady on the floor. Now, do I know if it came from the small lady on the floor? Roll me an arcana check. 
You have no idea. Hmm. And uh, I don't know. I would assume from Inwaya's build, the very muscular build, that's they probably get a feel that is also like the barbarian nature. So I'll, uh, I'm going to kind of you know stop itching real quick. Focus on the lady on the floor. Focus on Adelaide. I'm just gonna just just an anger kind of takes over. And I'm just gonna like go up to Adelaide. I'm gonna go to pick up Adelaide from like the back of the clothing, and kind of like raise her up if I can. And I'll be I'll be raged at this moment. Like I, I'm angry, right? Oh. I'm just I'm just in my corner. I'm just trying to enjoy a drink, you know. And all of a sudden, shit just went south. <laughs> like it's I don't know what, I don't know what it is with people in this town. <laughs> so I I pick Adelaide up. I'm like what. What's the meaning of this? And she just goes, oh, this is going to hurt. And then <laughs> she's just going to use her snakes to bite Krug's hand. Krug, does a 14 hit you? It does not. <laughs> so you see the snakes just go ahead and bite, and like they just kind of stop at the skin, and they try again, and they cannot get through the turtle skin. <laughs> And at that moment, I kind of want to, I want to grab the snake that tried to bite me. I'm not going to pull it. I'm not going to do, I'm not going to squeeze it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to like, just hold on to it. We'll do an athletics check, Kirk. This is technically a grapple. Adelaide, roll me uh, athletics or acrobatics. I'll definitely do acrobatics. You managed to get free from the grapple and move back before Krug manages to grab your snake. Uh, then why? You are like two feet yeah, away this from point, this. At this point, Nangwaya slowly stands up, looks down on both of these because I, I'm, I'm assuming Krug is shorter than Nangwaya. Yeah, about six foot. Yeah. Yeah. So, so a foot and a bit shorter. Uh, Nangwaya looks down at both and says. Maybe it is better that you take this outside now. Maybe it's better that you mind your own damn business. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll lock into Krug's eyes and just say, out now. <laughs> so am I still holding on to Adelaide, like on the back of her shirt? <laughs> you have the you have her cloak with you. Adelaide is off of the cloak. I was going to say, when, when I escaped the grapple, Adelaide wanted to stay in Krug's hand. So okay. she would just whip the snake out she's still okay. in Krug's hand though so just you know <laughs> i'm gonna at that moment all the anger that was towards adelaide is now hyper focused on Inuaya. so i'm gonna take adelaide and i'm almost gonna like i'm not gonna toss her i'm gonna kind of like slide her back like just take her and like meet the ground and then slide her away from everything and uh well how about you meet me outside then or we could use this right here. Adelaide, the snake says, outside won't do that. It needs to be here. Adelaide, <laughs> as you try to slide her away, she's going to like hold on to your arms as you slide and then come back. She's just still there. <laughs> you do not understand. I wanted this to happen. Get off now. of me. No, 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 no. You do not understand. <laughs> this has to hurt for me. So I must continue. And then she's going to try and bite with her snakes again. 
meets. <laughs> Roll damage, Adelaide. You take five piercing damage as a snake just this time actually gets you. Uh, this is reduced to two from rage. Hmm. At that moment, I'm gonna take Adelaide and I'm gonna uh, and just throw her <laughs> and just do whatever I can to try and get her out of my grasp. And as she's being thrown, she's gonna cast guidance <laughs> as she's holding onto the hand on Krug. <laughs> Roll me an athletic attack. <laughs> Roll me a d4. And then I guess because Adelaide's helping, would that yeah. damage? <laughs> 21. <laughs> so you just kind of throw Adelaide backwards, and then Adelaide just jumps the rest of the way. <laughs> just right through a window, back outside. <laughs> you see Bruin gasp again as you just threw this lady out of the tavern. How's, how's the tavern keeper, the owner, the, the person I saved, how's he reacting to he looks uh, what Krug just done? Like, really, really angry. Okay. He, uh, like, he's about to kick Krug out, but he's very scared of Krug. Re- reacting to that, uh, Nangwaya will walk to Krug and just push its claws into, into the, top of the top of his shoulders and say, out now. Hmm. <laughs> I don't. I didn't grab my warhammer, so I don't have it in my hands. Um, there's a stu- there's a bar stool nearby. You know, I'll do that. I'll I'll reach over and I'll um. As soon as he reaches over, then I'll I'll just uh, I'll release this huge roar that fills the fills the room in order to try and intimidate him. Roman intimidation. Can I not? <laughs> would would I, I have not, seen this? Sorry. Can I not roll that? Ooh. I was going to thaumaturgy it too. <laughs> as soon as I saw him like <laughs> lean his head back and open his mouth, I was just like <laughs> <laughs> back through the window. Uh, what's your constitution modifier? Mine. Uh, yeah. Constitution modifier three. That's such a good way of ending a fight. This already. You're a bit too far to thaumaturgy this, effectively. Uh, Kruk, roll me a wisdom save. With advantage because you're raging. Ooh. 17 is enough. <laughs> Kruk, this lion is now being like very aggressive towards you. Okay, well, whenever I uh, you know, reach down for the, the stool, I want to uh, <laughs> recklessly attack with it. Throw all, <laughs> all sense aside. Oh, <laughs> and just... I, so I'm assuming in Wise reach like reach down. You like whereabouts are you grabbing me? The the soft soft parts on your shoulders. Okay. Where your where then, your like legs come out or, or arms okay. come out. So I I would assume my range of motion isn't that good. So I just want to grab it recklessly, attack, and then just kind of like do what I can to slam it into. I would assume in Wise thigh or his his like mid ab region. Uh, roll me an attack with your Warhammer, except this will be a d4 damage instead of... It's 15 hit, Nwaya. 15, yeah, 15 hits. You smash this stool into Nwaya's thigh, it cracks, uh, roll me a d4. Nwaya, you take 7 damage. Oh my god. Nwaya's going to try his best not to go into a primal rage. Give me a wisdom save. Hmm. You keep it together. In that case, uh, I'm going to just slash uh, this tortoise with uh, with my claws 
Just normal attack? Uh, you have advantage, yeah. Normal damage. Good, you take three damage. And you see yeah. the tavern keep that like the tavern just starts getting empty. People start running out as you two like start smashing <laughs> each other. Adelaide from the corner, the snake starts like, good, this is good. Adelaide just kind of stands up, brushes herself off. Man. And she's just casting thaumaturgy every time an attack hits. <laughs> she's gonna make tremors on the floor so it like feels more impactful to the barkeep. So it just feels like they are absolutely just beating the shit out of each other in there. <laughs> Let's get like to the outside of the tavern. Sorry and Silo, you just see people running out of the tavern. You hear wood being smashed from inside. You hear this huge roar. What are you doing? So after after I saw Adelaide fly through the window the first time and lean back in, I look at Silas and I'm like, you know, if you just want to bail out on this, I can understand. I'm going to do it my damn self. And then all the people start flooding out. I think it's a good time for us to go look through the window. So I go and I go up behind Adelaide. And I'm like, is this your doing or? She's like rolling, rolling some bone dice on a table and she's like got chicken bones that she's laying out and she's just, yes, do not distract, please. I am working literal magic here. And then every time you'd see her like casting this, the next time that somebody hits with an attack, it just shakes the ground. I look inside and I'm like, as long as you know the outcome and it doesn't have us all getting arrested, then that's fine with me. I do not. This is just what I must do. I do not... Um, I don't have it in me to do the future again. I cannot do that more than once a day or... And she points to her eyes. I used to have beautiful amber eyes. <laughs> um... Zuri, roll me a perception. <laughs> Zuri, guards are definitely coming. Crew, it's your turn again. You were just clawed. You're now bleeding a bit. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> um, I'm going to uh, bonus action and try to grapple Nwaya. Okay. Um, Nwaya, roll me an athletics. Crew, roll me an athletics. Ooh, that meets the grapple. Why would you like to grapple in response? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try him. I'd like to like get uh, get Krug onto the ground and pounce on top of him. Okay, uh, so uh, it's still Krug's turn. That was a bonus action. However, okay. and why I roll me and oh, you can do this at the end, uh, Krug. You try to grapple, you fail. What comes next? Kind of, I want to weaken the spot where I hit with the stool. So I just kind of want to. Just do like a slight kind of jab into into the side region of Inwaya and just really focus that 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 side where that's weakened a little bit. I don't really have a I don't have a do you want me to still do a D4 just with the Warhammer and or um yeah, if you want to punch, it's just one plus. If you want to do you have claws? I do, but it's I don't think they were considered a, a weapon, which isn't I don't know. I I could have swore I had them in Curse of Strahd, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just keep keep it like that then. Um, yeah, roll me on tech. So this is with the Warhammer. 
That's it. That's okay. And then you said what? A one d four. Yeah. Uh, you take another six damage. Then why? Roll me Constitution save. Then why? Yeah, it's trying to hurt bad. Now give me that trying to throw prone. Give me an athletics and crook oppose athletics. Okay. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> then why? Yeah, what do you do? Right. So so I pounce on Krug, get him onto the ground, just dig the claws real deep into into his shoulders and said, just say, stop. Now. Nothing to win here. Nothing to gain. Mm. I just wanted to drink in peace. But everyone, including you, just wants to just aggravate me. Why do I have to leave? Can Adelaide approach the two of them at this moment and be like, gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Just show my teeth in, like in, in anger. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say, Adelaide? Sorry. Gentlemen, this is um easy solution. Inflict wounds. <laughs> On the wire. <laughs> uh, roll me an attack, Adelaide. Roll damage. <laughs> oh. oh my god. How does your inflict wounds look, Adelaide? You've killed him. Adelaide, like, when she does inflict wounds, it's like she grabs, uh, in this instance, she, like, grabs one of the arms that's pinning Krug, and then as she grabs, the arm, like, visibly weakens. It, like, atrophies so that it's... It goes from a normal-looking arm into, like, bone and just flesh for a little bit, and then it starts to get its color back and its definition. Legit sucks the life out of the arm. Never why, yeah. Are you still up? I am still up, just. Uh, uh, I don't think I will be able to hold a rage anymore as long as I'm up anymore. Nangwaya, uh, how do you react to this? So, so at this point, Nangwaya goes all primal. Uh, it's now it's just survive, survival, kill or be <laughs> killed. Uh, so I'm going to just ignore Krug and uh, attack Adelaide <laughs> with a bite in her, into her neck. Go for it! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's gonna miss Adelaide, but. You have redirected. You see Nanwai just bouncing in your direction. He, he smashes the table as he as you dodge. Uh, he's looking at you. How does Nanwai's primal rage look like? When when Nanwai goes into a primal rage, uh, he looks like a lion. Like there's there's nothing, no sense of civilization, humanity, just a wild beast. Uh, and and behave is on all fours and behave behaves just like a wild beast. Krug, do you do anything? You are on the floor on your back. <laughs> you see Nanwaya no just... My yeah. arms are probably like this and I'm just trying to roll back over. <laughs> so I kind of roll myself over and I kind of use a stool as a support to pick myself back up, look on the table. If there's a mug, I grab the mug real quick, slam it, toss it. And I see the the rage just embody in Waya. And I, I feel like this is a good chance to get one over. So I, I kind of go behind Nwaya as he goes for, you know, the bite and do what he can to get to Adelaide. And, uh, uh, you know, try it again. 
<laughs> Wait, roll me athletics, Krug athletics. You both have advantage. Krug, <laughs> you're trying to grab a wild lion. It's not gonna work. <laughs> Do I see that NY is kind of like just just hurting? Like, yeah, you see that he's like his armor is like black, still covered with a bit of black flames. Uh, he is bleeding. Like. He, you see him hurting. You know that this is not a response of a sane human anymore. I don't want to try to get him down, but at the same time, it only makes sense. Um, you know what? You know what? The, being that I can't grapple, um, I'm just going <sighs> to and just grab a table. <laughs> and, and try to try to swing the table over and just maybe like crack it crack it over and wise back give me another attack eight <laughs> you crack it over his back and he does not flinch <laughs> and at that moment Chris kind of like mm. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point Seeing the table crack over Nawaya's back, Adelaide's gonna, uh, 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 one for you too, and she's gonna <laughs> inflict wounds on Krug. <laughs> 13 does not hit. Nope. Uh, that's all right. They know that I'm attacking both of them, and that's what matters. Zuri and Silas, you see that the three of them are trying to kill each other now. Do you do anything? Uh, So I am currently stealthed, so I would like to come up behind Adelaide. I I don't want to hurt Adelaide. This is is turned into such a shit show, I don't know what to do now. (laughs) Um, You can visibly see that Adelaide is trying to turn their focus, all of their aggression on her. Again, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. Uh, do I help them? Do I stop them? Okay, uh, oh, we just see. So you're like, I don't know what to do. Like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm gonna come in and be like, no, I know what I'm gonna do. I walk in and I'm like, everyone, the guards are coming. We can stop this fighting and go somewhere else, or you guys can all get arrested. And I don't know if you know this, but there's not really a lot of drink in the clinic. Okay, so. I'm offering a job. You two seem like fine alcoholics. We'll pay you in liquor. Because I guarantee you, this bar is no longer open. Your choice. But my offer expires. And I turn around and start walking towards the door. <laughs> then why? You hear this? I hear nothing. Right? Just, just a ringing and, and, and a red mist in my eyes. <laughs> uh, uh, being really pissed off that the previous previously the, the the little one somehow managed to slip through i'm just going to recklessly get straight into the middle of its torso and try again to bite uh, at her neck go for it does it at this point look like to us that you're trying to kill her rather than just you know win a fight? there's a wild lion attacking adelaide <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right. I, yeah, I'm gonna have to get involved in it. Yeah, I'll get involved on my next turn too. Twenty-one, <laughs> twenty-one hits. Roll damage. Eight damage, and I and I heal for two. Eight damage. Uh, Krug, you were just offered a new job. 
in the middle of a bar fight? <laughs> yeah. That's not going to get an answer. <laughs> Sorry, Hale. <laughs> what else are those to do? You just try to kill each other. The guards are coming. I'm not trying to get arrested here. Oh, man. I... So I think in this moment, seeing the primal rage um, and seeing the everything is thrown out the window within Waya, and I see, I see Adelaide, I kind of just stop everything just stops and i almost like just see in that moment i see kyrena and i see all the all the vampires and whatnot from barovia swarming over her and i see that in that moment i couldn't do anything and i feel as though in this same situation it's almost like it's almost like i'm given a second chance yes adelaide <laughs> you know did cause harm and everything like that um but I'm gonna try to attack you as well. Remember that bit. <laughs> I mean when Adelaide sees you pause, she's just gonna I can see the future. And your future is as a coward, pussy. <laughs> as she's being like ripped up. She just you are pussy, no? <laughs> no? And then and then after after pondering on it and then you know, seeing what he failed at the first time and given a second chance, <laughs> not hearing anything <laughs> that Adelaide just said. <laughs> All right. Um, how do I want to do this? I want to once again try to grab Adelaide, grappler, and try to just either put myself in the middle of them two mm-hmm. or just get her out of the situation. Um, Adelaide, do you resist in the fourth movement? Yes. God damn it. Um, roll me an athletics check, Krug. Let me know when it's my turn. <laughs> I've, I've had it up to here. Yeah. <laughs> Adelaide, roll me an acrobatics. <laughs> <laughs> you tried to shove her and it just doesn't work. Krug's about to spiral down even worse. <laughs> you are pussy, no? You, you tried to hug me instead of fight, coward. <laughs> <laughs> that's an action you have a bonus action so was that considered like a grapple at all or no uh no that's a shove you can still grapple if you want to so hold on so because it's a what is it, a precocious wrestler grappling and shoving counts as a bonus action i believe Ooh, awesome yeah so that's um a <laughs> so i guess in that moment <laughs> um so since I tried to grapple Adelaide, can I can I try to grapple Inwaya in this moment, or yeah. how does? Okay, yeah. so I'll use I guess I'll use the action to try and grab. <laughs> Hopefully, fucking third time's the charm. <laughs> Go for it. Try to wrestle a, a giant primal. Inwaya, uh, roll me athletics with advantage, please. <laughs> oh. Okay, so Silas, you see Adelaide being beaten by a huge lion. You see Sorlek trying to grab Adelaide and then trying to grab and why I'm failing. You see Zuri offering a job. What do you do? I'm going to sprint at Nawaya and try and shove Nawaya five feet away as I shout to Adelaide, get back, he's going to kill you. Okay, um, roll me. Point. Yeah, my good. <laughs> Roll me an athletics, Silas. <laughs> Roll me an athletics, then why? Maybe 
if Adelaide would have shared the plan before she just walked in. Uh, the whole plan was to stay outside. I do not know what is so <laughs> hard to understand. I bring fight outside. I do it. I have to. It's actually insane. And fucking foreign. <laughs> you rugby tackled on wire. On wire, you move back five feet finally. You slam into a table. You slam into a wall. The wall cracks a bit. Anything else from you, Silas? Yeah, at this point, I'm going to take the shield out and just get ready for whatever is about to come snapping back at me. <laughs> this lion is about to jump you. Uh, the door bursts open. Eleven guards come in. They all are pointing crossbows at the group. <laughs> How does the group react? Red mist for Nangwaya. I mean, Nangwaya is <laughs> going to try and jump over Silas. Uh, focused and honed into its prey, which is... Uh, which is Adelaide, and and continue fighting into her. Okay, Adelaide, how do you respond? She just kind of cowers a little bit as they come in because she heard the guards come in, so she's, oh, no. <laughs> this Silence, how do you respond? For those on. <laughs> do I get a tap of opportunity? No, he's not moving away uh, from you. Damn. Um, uh, how do you react to the guards coming in? That's a question. Oh, uh, just gonna say, nothing to see here, folks. Just uh, angry lightning. Kirk, <laughs> how do you react to this? Oh, God. Kind of just standing there, you know, failing it, <laughs> grappling Adelaide and Nwaya. Um, he's just gonna look over at the guards and just kind of turn his back and maybe, maybe block any crossbow bolts or anything and then kind of like seeing the rage and Waya kind of just ready ready in action to try and maybe like meet him head on if he tries to pounce Adelaide Nanwaya <laughs> you pounce how much HP does Nanwaya have left uh, four and climbing so you see two curls you pounce over Silas and you're gonna get attacked by some of the cards but are they blocked by Krug's shell no, because he is flying. <laughs> yeah, okay, good boy. On top of silence. <laughs> Guards really pulling it together. <laughs> so, you see six spears fly through the air. Two of them actually meet Nanwaya. Nanwaya, you're met by them. You fall unconscious mid-air. Uh, Adelaide, roll me a dexterity save. Is this to figure out if Nanwaya falls on top of me? Yeah. I fail it. Uh, she wants Ninwaya to land on top of her. No, why? This is dead man now. Corp on you. That's fine. That's I'm a healer that has spells with range of touch. <laughs> you are this huge lion lands on top of you. Adelaide, you take six damage. Oh well, I I am also uh <laughs> Oh. It's okay, guys. She's a healer. <laughs> She's a healer. She I wanted think it. Think I would okay. take damage from Everybody, it. <laughs> what do you mean? This man is a brick it's, shit house. It's a lion that not 15 feet in the air, not 20 feet in the air, not 30 feet in the air, maybe pouncing five feet. It's a 300 it's pound a lion. lion. Which doesn't weigh a weight? Five feet. Yeah, 300 pounds. It's no, a 300, 300 pounds times light. Three, 370, 375. All I'm going to say is an 1,800-pound minotaur laid on top of somebody else from standing. 
to prone. And it didn't do any damage. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Slyon jumping towards you. You take six damage. Are you unconscious? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Silas, there's two unconscious people in front of you. Did you do anything about it? Yeah, I'm going to use the Lay on Hands ability and give them one hit point each. But my Lay on Hands isn't like, you know, Ely Hands sort of thing. It's just like slapping them away going, come on, hope you get it. Wake up. Come on, hope you get We cut over to the future. There's the five of you next to a duck. There's a judge saying you are not allowed to step on Miletis for the next year. And just... I- a lot of guys just shoving you into a boat. I do not know what I did. I was simply a, a victim of racial profiling. And I see that this city prefers to cover this up as opposed to dealing with their systemic problems. And she just like gets onto the ship. As I enter the ship, I go to my captain and I'm like, I will never be setting foot on land again. Also... You wanted non-seafaring individuals to help with this job. I found the most ragtag group of motherfuckers I could find. Enjoy. And I walk past, still believing that I don't actually have to be. (laughs) And we cut over to the present, and we understand why everyone is so awkward around each other. (laughs) Maya, you did not want to be on this boat. Crook, you did not want to be on this boat. Silas, you have no idea how you ended ended up here. I just know I'm fighting a sea serpent at some point. I'm happy. <laughs> Adelaide, just next to you're saying, "Good. This is how everything is supposed to be." So, because I do good, do I get kissed? No. Is you bite me when I do bad, but you do not reward when I do good? <laughs> Roll me a perception check, Adelaide. Shittily dares. Uh, what? Perception? Persu- persuasion. Persuasion. Or animal handling, Gurkle. Oh, I'll take that. Oh, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, this is how it has always been. You're shitty. You're a shitty snake. And we cut back to the present. You feel how the boat rocks suddenly, as if it had been struck from one side. You see the captain running down, looking at the five of you. We focus on the huge bite mark that's on Adelaide's side. We focus on the hu- <laughs> on the arm of Nanoya that hasn't finished healing. We focus on Krug, who just has like these couple of scars. He didn't do that bad in that fight. And with that, we shall be rolling initiative and ending this. Oh God. Odysseys of the Cursed Ones is Ben Smith as Silas, Zoe as Adelaide, Hale as Zuri, Zaki as Nwaya, Gio as Krug, and Cesar, aka the Game Manager, as the Dungeon Master. Character art made by Jennifer, and all the music used was obtained from Tabletop Audio. Check them out at tabletopaudio.com. We'll be releasing new episodes every Friday at 5pm US Central. Until next time.